This is the Tips for Travellers podcast hosted by Gary Bembridge. It's a podcast of inspiration, advice and tips about finding and having a luxurious travel experience on both land and at sea. The podcast draws on over 20 years of experience of travelling every month of every year to luxury destinations on all continents and on the oceans of the world. For more, visit tipsfortravellers.com where travellers are spelt with two L's the UK way. This episode of the Tips for Travellers podcast is sponsored by DK Eyewitness Travel Guides, the guides that show you what others only tell you. For more on the guides and to buy guides linked to the destination of this podcast, visit tipsfortravellers.com slash DK. Hi and welcome to this episode of the podcast. We're going to be visiting the Netherlands and the city of Rotterdam today. It's a city I've been to many, many times and uh, have lots of ideas and thoughts to share about Rotterdam. It's not one of the places that people always think of going to because when people think of the Netherlands, they tend to think of Amsterdam, um, The Hague, those kind of places. But Rotterdam, particularly if you're interested in uh, everything maritime uh, and historical, it's a pretty interesting place to go. If you are interested in finding more, as usual, of course, you go to the blog, tipsoftravelers.com, and the guidebook from DK, who are the sponsors of this episode, is the one on the Netherlands. So it's the, the eyewitness travel guide to the Netherlands, and you can find out more at tipsoftravelers.com slash DK. So let me tell you a little bit about Rotterdam. I first went to Rotterdam 20 or, no, probably more than that, actually, 30 years ago, which is a bit scary, when I was working for Unilever because Rotterdam is where one of the head offices of Unilever is based. They have a head office in Rotterdam and they have a head office in London. And I remember being struck at the time by just it being a big industrial city. And I've visited subsequently a couple of times. I've been there on cruise ships, the Queen Victoria and the Queen Mary II, twice. And I went to a travel blogger conference, Travel Bloggers Unite, in the city and through those various times that I've been I've managed to explore the city much much more and found out much more about it. Rotterdam is a massive port. It's the second largest city in the Netherlands and it's one of the largest ports in the world. In fact it's actually the second biggest port in the world. For many many years until quite recently it was the biggest port in the world. It has been overtaken now by Shanghai but it's a really really busy port you know from about 1962 up until 2004 it was just the biggest port and it's a, so it's a big port where there's shipbuilding there's lots of cargo and there's also a, a cruise industry and in fact the holland america line which started uh, serving the atlantic from uh, rotterdam uh, used to be based there and i'll talk a little bit later about some strong connections still to the holland america line Rotterdam, unlike Amsterdam, was really hammered during the Second World War. A lot of it was destroyed by the Luftwaffe because it was such a big and important industrial town and shipbuilding town. So a lot of people were killed, made homeless, and it really was flattened. So unlike Amsterdam, which is still this very beautiful, picturesque city, Rotterdam is a much newer city, and a lot of it was rebuilt between the 50s and the 70s. And you know, when you first go to, Am- uh, to Rotterdam, you don't get a sense of beauty. It's not a very beautiful city. However, in more recent times, the council or the authorities, whoever runs Rotterdam, 
and the various architects have tried to make the city a much more beautiful city. So there's lots of new developments and they're introducing kind of very modern, very uh, stylized and really interesting architecture to try and make Rotterdam less of a kind of a cold, sterile kind of 1960s, 1970s sterile kind of box type architecture so sort of on the outsides of Rotterdam you know when you come in from the airport it's quite boxy like but as you get into the city you know the new development is is much 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 more attractive um, Rotterdam it, it, you know it's a very flat uh, city I think lots of it were was kind of reclaimed land um, it's a very young city so you know you'll see lots of young people around it's quite diverse culturally uh, and ethnically it's quite diverse um, it's apparently got a reputation of having a lot of single people so it's, it's kind of very young and, and vibrant it is as I've already mentioned a big you know big big center of the shipping industry for the Netherlands but uh, you know Unilever is there as I've already mentioned Mittal Steel are there and there's quite a lot of big you know kind of corporations and, and, and companies based in, in Rotterdam um, it's also very well known for its university um, and culture now increasingly and so it's it's kind of a, a city that you could almost say is going through a renaissance. It's really changing. It's it's getting very diverse, very funky architecture. So if you're interested in architecture, for example, there's lots of architectural tours and and that kind of stuff. So when you first come into Rotterdam, you kind of think it's it's not that beautiful. It's not that interesting. But as you get to explore the city, get to know the city, it is definitely a much much more interesting place. Now, if you are interested in everything maritime then Rotterdam is a really exciting place and I'm going to probably focus a little bit more on that side of the city because I think that is one of the most interesting parts of the city but it does have a surprisingly large amount of museums actually because museums it seems like for everything so no matter what you're interested in you will find it there so let's talk a little bit about my tips for travelers and things to do in Rotterdam as always I talk about getting there now getting into Rotterdam is relatively simple and easy it's well served by an airport it's also well, incredibly well served by trains um, it's quite easy to get to from Amsterdam uh, and you know large parts of Europe very efficient uh, uh, you know rail network and of course you can also get there on cruise ships and a lot of the kind of the northern European or you know those kind of cruises will often include Rotterdam as a stop and as I mentioned I've been there on the Queen Victoria I've been there on the Queen Mary too and it's quite a nice trip down the river into uh, into the city and the great thing about that is you also dock really really centrally right in the city by the Erasmus Bridge and you can walk into town so it's really easy to get into Rotterdam and I guess partly because it's also well served by uh, you know uh, it has to be well served because it's such an important commercial port so there's lots of flights in you can often find low-cost airlines flying into Rotterdam you know lots of choices lots of frequencies so it's, it's very very easy uh, you know indeed to get in and out of in terms of places to stay you know again huge raft of places to stay um, again I would kind of encourage you to stay more centrally if you are staying there so into you know close to the river um, there's lots of hotels around there varying prices um, you know three four five star hotels uh, I actually stayed in a new hotel the main port hotel which is just opened when I went to the travel blog conference really nice hotel great views across to where the cruise ships dock across to the rivers and the canals that that kind of stuff so getting around very simple great metro very efficient metro uh, bicycling of course being uh, Netherlands it's, it's very popular taxis relatively cheap 
lots of them around, very friendly. And the great thing actually about uh, Holland is for English-speaking people, the Dutch people speak beautiful English. Uh, you know, it's immaculate. You know, in fact, it's almost embarrassing, even as an English speaker, just how well the Dutch people speak. You know, the, the, their English, the, their uh, language, their skill, their accent is just, you know, it's it's amazing. It's 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 incredibly good. So. As an English speaker visiting, it's it you know it's very easy to get around, and you don't have to worry about anything you know in the shops, uh, in public transport, taxis, everything is very geared to English speakers. So let me talk. Uh, let me talk about uh, things to do and you know places to really focus on. As I said, I'm going to focus probably my tips of travel uh, tips of travel is more around some of the maritime links, but I will talk about some other very interesting and great things to see. But if you're interested in maritime, and I do think if you go to Rotterdam, you do need to spend some time exploring the maritime sites since it's such an important port. Um, there's a couple of things to do. Actually do the port tour. Now, my, a lot of people might say, well, that sounds really rather dull, but the port tour is really fascinating. I'll talk more about that. The second thing I would do is visit Hotel New York. I would visit the SS Rotterdam. I would go to the Maritime uh, Museum. And um, I would also go down, and I'll talk a little bit later, about Delft, where the Delft cruise, uh, Delft cruise ship, sorry, the historic Delft uh, ship is being reconstructed. And um, also then for kids, there's lots of things to do, and I'll talk a little bit about Miniland and stuff around uh, that piece. So I'm going to, and then I will talk about some other, other bits and pieces around that. But let me talk about... Um, some of the maritime uh, related things. Um, the port, let me talk about touring the port because that really, really, really is fascinating. As I mentioned, the port was one of the biggest ports in the world. It's the second biggest port um, since 2004, overtaken by Shanghai. There's a tour which is run by Speedo, S-P-I-D-O, and they run various cruises and uh, tours around the port. But the harbour tour is, is definitely the, the greatest thing to do. It's around 75 minutes long and it departs most of the year around very, very frequently, um, an hour or every 30 minutes, depending on the time of the year. And basically what it does, it takes you um, all through the port and you get to go quite far down the river. You see the shipbuilding you see where the cargo ships go, you see where the cruise ships go, um, you see a lot of the new architecture, and it really, really is just fascinating. Um, there's some commentary, not a lot of commentary um, on it, um, and, uh, you, you know, it's, it, I think it costs around 12 euros, but if you buy the Rotterdam Welcome Card, which is something I should have probably mentioned earlier, the Rotterdam Welcome Card costs about 17 euros, and it has lots of ideas. It has coupons. So every place you go has uh, coupons of it. It has, um, uh, you know, it lets you go on all the public transport. So the metro and the buses and that kind of stuff included. So the speed of tour costs about 12 euros. Um, what's interesting about Rotterdam, it's about 30 kilometers inland from the North Sea. So it's quite far inland. There's five oil, oil refineries on it. There's some dry docks, which are fascinating. They, these are amazing. You get to see the dry docks both ones where <clears throat> the ships go in, but also somewhere they take the ships right up out of the water. So you're actually looking at ships right out of the, the water. Massive uh, container terminals. They do some bizarrely huge amount of container uh, uh, stuff. Also going up and down the river, you see these very long barges, which are you know, taking all sorts of goods and stuff along. Very, very interesting. Um, 
it, it's really is fascinating. It might sound really dull, but it really is well, well worth doing. You also get a chance to go really up close to see the SS Rotterdam, which is uh, the next thing I'm going to talk about doing. So that's the Harbour Tour. So that's Speedo. They do the 75-minute one. They also do an extended one, which is two hours and 30 minutes, which take you much further, do much more stuff. They do evening tours. They do day trips, all that kind of stuff. But uh, that's something really, really worth doing. Now, I mentioned that I would talk about the SS Rotterdam. So on the trip, you go right around the SS Rotterdam. Now, the SS Rotterdam was the flagship of the Holland America line, and it used to ferry people across the Atlantic in the days of the glory days of the Atlantic in the 1950s. And, you know, famous people like Frank Sinatra, you know, all the rich and famous kind of would use it. It was a very uh, beautiful ship. It was renowned for being very glamorous and very fabulous. And basically now it's a uh, hotel and a tourist attraction. So you can go there, you can eat there, you can shop there, you can sleep there. So there's something like 500 odd uh, cabins have been reduced since you know down to about 200 odd so they've basically you know halved them to make them more comfortable and more in line with what people are looking for today but you can also go on a tour you, so you can visit the bow you can go to the bridge you can see what life was like and it's it's really well it, it's really worth doing you can uh, get there on on uh, like a water taxi or you can get there on on a bus or, or the metro and again as i mentioned that um the Rotterdam Welcome Card, you'd get a discount of about 30-odd percent off the price of uh, the entry, which is about 12, 13 uh, euros. So the SS Rotterdam is, is really well worth doing. And the other thing worth doing is Hotel New York. Now, Hotel New York is uh, uh, the hotel where people would stay uh, when they arrived or before they departed on you know, the SS Rotterdam and other glamorous ships. And it's been renovated. There's a beautiful cafe. You can sit outside. If there's a cruise ship in, you can sort of watch the cruise ship coming in. Uh, it's really beautiful. And it's a really nice place not only to stay, but also just to go and visit and perhaps have tea there and kind of relive the glory days of uh, the, you know, the fabulous uh, transatlantic crossings in, in sort of the 1950s. The other thing that's uh, worth doing is visiting the historical shipyard. Now, you'll see, if you go on the harbour tour, you'll actually see this. But the historical shipyard is really interesting. Uh, what they're doing there is they tell the story of the 18th century wooden Dutch ship of the line the Delft. And many of us probably have heard about that. But they're reconstructing the Delft, which is really, really interesting. But they have a museum where they display you know, various crafts, exhibits, they have lectures, and they tell you about how they're rebuilding the, the Delft. And, and it's quite fascinating just seeing this, you know, it's like a, it's almost like a dinosaur skeleton, if you can imagine that, almost like the, the sort of the rib cage of a dinosaur. Um, and they're rebuilding it. And, and it's absolutely fascinating. Um, you could find out more. The, the website's a little bit uh, hard to find, but it's Rotterdam Wellvaren. So Rotterdam uh S-W-E-L-V-A-R-E-N dot N-L. Really, really interesting. Again, you can get a massive discount if you have the Rotterdam Welcome Card. It's about a 50% discount. Um, so, you know, massive discount. They're trying to encourage people to go there, but really interesting, really fascinating. And again, it gives you a great kind of history. The other thing to do is the Maritime Museum. Now, the Maritime Museum is based uh, in sort of the hub the heart of uh, Rotterdam. So if you're coming on cruise ship and you kind of walk across the Erasmus Bridge, very beautiful bridge, or you've gone on the harbour tour, on the, uh, the Speedo harbour tour, just up the road from that, 
in the main the main road is the Maritime Museum. And the Maritime Museum, fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. It focuses on a couple of different areas, and, and you can actually watch a video tour that I've done of the Maritime Museum. If you go to youtube.com uh, slash uh, tips for travelers and you search uh, for Maritime Museum or Rotterdam, you, you, that, that will come up there, or you can go to the blog and again search for Rotterdam. Uh, so you go to tipsfortravelers.com, search for Rotterdam, and you can watch it. But basically, the Maritime Museum focuses not surprisingly on maritime things, but they have a couple of focus uh, areas. They have this bizarre, well, not really bizarre, um, fascinating is probably the best way of putting it, um, exhibition called Mainport. And Mainport basically is the stylized massive exhibit, which is a, uh, a sculpture almost of the harbour. It's surrounded by these massive screens which play videos of the history of Rotterdam and the harbour. You can then go upstairs and there's an interactive, uh, there's all screens and you can watch videos and clips and interact. It's really fascinating and uh, you know you can almost spend ages there just kind of watching old videos and, and understanding more about the harbour. Really fascinating. They then have another focus which is model ships um, and they have a huge collection of ship models and it's everything from luxury yachts through to old sailing ships huge collection it's it's fascinating um, so they have that then they have a whole area focused to maritime art so they have these massive paintings they have uh, you know drawings they have some sculptures they have some uh, old-fashioned uh, cruise line posters then they have another section which is old-fashioned uh, navigation books and uh, globes very interesting then upstairs they have an exhibition focused to the on the cruise industry and you basically walk into this one area where it uh, talks about some of the famous ships then you walk down a corridor and on each side of the corridor are mini cabins and it goes through decade by decade by decade and it captures how cruising has evolved so it kind of gives a representation of what a typical a cruise cabin would look like uh, you know the 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s etc and it's really really interesting just seeing how it's evolved and how it's changed they then have a big exhibition area which then has some old-fashioned uh, you know memorabilia from cruise ships it has models of cruise ships explains life on cruise ships shows some of the uniforms you know eating dining etc really really interesting and then they have some fun stuff for kids all to do with pirates in, an, in another section so the maritime museum definitely definitely really really something worth visiting so those are kind of the main um, sort of themed areas around maritime there is lots of canals that go through uh, Rotterdam just next to the maritime museum there's uh, a museum of old kind of working boats from canals very again very interesting very beautiful particularly if you're into photography so you get some great uh, photographs there you can go on various uh, little rides through the canals that kind of stuff but let's talk about um, some other things. Euromast is a very popular attraction. And Euromast is um, a big tower. And you get spectacular views. You can ride up to the, the top on an elevator. Um, and then you get 360-degree views. You can eat up there. And then what they have is an abseil. So you can actually abseil and zip line down so that's a little bit uh, scary you can also stay in there um, as, as well there's a, there's a little bit of accommodation up there so Euromast really interesting so you can eat there you can stay there uh, you know you can hire um, venues there 
It's about 100 meters high. It's not massively high, but it's pretty high. Get get really great views. And again, you can get discounts on that with the Rotterdam welcome card. Rotterdam also has lots of things to do for kids. So if you're visiting with kids, they have lots of things. They have a mini world, which is very good fun. It's like um, it's it's a minute, you know, it's a bit like a Lego land, but it's not Lego land. It's kind of a miniature world. Um, and so you can uh, have a look at like, um, you know, lots of little buildings and, and how, how the world would look if it was shrunk down. So basically what they do is they they rotate through a day in 24 minutes. And so basically the city goes, you know, this whole kind of mini city, you know, in 24 minutes goes through a whole day. So a minute is basically an hour of the day. So it goes from dawn into dusk. You see the city waking up, coming to life. You see trains chugging around, lorries carrying on you know ships going around it's it's really really good fun um and again you can get a discount on that with the the rotterdam welcome card there's also you know some various tours specifically for kids you know so tours of the canals and, and that kind of stuff so there's lots and lots to do for for uh, for kids as well it's very uh, kids friendly kids focused so that's um my tips for uh travelers visiting rotterdam very easy to get to look beyond the kind of the the uh, industrial side it's it's this whole resurgence of very interesting architecture there are walking tours you can go on explain the whole architecture and, and emerging art lots to do in terms of museums but you know visit the port visit the maritime museum go to the delft reconstruction visit the ss rotterdam go to hotel new york and kind of just embrace that whole maritime uh, glamour as well as the commercial side of rotterdam uh so that's all I have about for Rotterdam. Thanks for listening. Remember, if you're not subscribed, it'd be great if you go to iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher, subscribe to Tips for Travelers. There's also the video podcast. Uh, you know, so if you also search Tips for Travelers or Gary Bembridge, you'll find there's a video podcast, which also has a couple of videos of Rotterdam. Um, and it'd be great if next time you're on something like iTunes, if you get a chance to rate uh, the, uh, the podcast and leave a comment, that helps enormously really appreciate it and if you go to the site at tipsfortravelers.com uh, sign up for the monthly newsletter there'll be lots of free things free ebooks free offers that i'm now including in that uh, monthly newsletter and don't forget if you visit tipsfortravelers.com dk you can find the guide uh, for the netherlands their eyewitness travel guide uh, which can uh, help guide you even more when you visit uh, one of the destinations covered in the tips for travelers podcast so until next time Here's to safe travels. You've been listening to Gary Bembridge's Tips for Travelers podcast, a podcast of inspiration, advice, and tips about finding and having a luxurious travel experience. He draws on over 20 years of luxury travel experiences. Visit tipsfortravelers.com, where travelers is spelled with two L's the UK way, to find out more about the destination or topic covered in this podcast. You'll also find links to contact Gary Bembridge and to follow Tips for Travelers on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Flickr, and Pinterest.